Hello, and welcome back to the Women's Soccer Podcast. I am your host, Liam Greco, or you may know me as LDG. Today, we are back after a few months hiatus from the pod. Um, your support has been so overwhelming on Instagram, you know, we've and Apple Podcasts. I've just been... I've been, all, been wanting to come back to recording for a few months now, but today was the day where I just sat down and said, you know what, I wanted to record an episode for my incredible fans. So thank you so much for the support. Let's try and get, you know, a massive fan base here at the Women's Soccer Podcast with the Women's World Cup. So I encourage you to follow, leave a five-star review to ensure that everyone can find this podcast and, you know, join the pod, I guess. And yeah, so today's episode, I should probably get into that, is about this NWSL season, which has occurred so far. I'll be attending a game in two hours. It's the San Diego Wave versus Gotham FC. But today we're just going to be looking at every team, looking at a player who's looking, seeing whether they've underperformed, overperformed, and looking at a player who has done exceeded expectations and someone who, you know, maybe needs to step it up in the second half of the season. And I have... And yeah, so I'm excited for today's episode. Thank you everyone for listening in. And without further ado, let's get going. Going in alphabetical order here, we're going to start with Angel City Football Club, the side who, in my opinion, has completely underformed this season. Currently, at the time of me shooting this, they're in 10th place. They have a game in hand, so they could move up the standings, but they've been a real disappointment for me, and I think their owners will definitely feel the pressure to step it up because this team has been massively underperforming. I thought that some of their performances have been really willful, to be honest, and I think that um, they really got to step it up. And this team isn't... They they are they have a much better... And I'm saying this truly because I think they have a much, much, much better roster than what is being shown by this standings. And I think that the team has really needs to improve and I think something's got to change I know they've signed Almondine Humbry which is an incredible thing for them they're getting back Sydney LaRue they're getting back you know all these players that are going to really help the team and I get that right but I think that for me this team has really got to get it together and I think I might be being sure I'm a little I'm being a little harsh here but I think that it's been really woeful, to be quite honest, from them. And I've been extremely disappointed from these performances and expect much better for them. However, there have been a few bright spots from this team. Um, not saying, not to say that, and all these players who overperform, or not overperform, but exceed expectations, not to say that they aren't incredible players, it's just that they have exceeded my expectations of them from the beginning of the season. Claire Emsley and Alyssa Thompson, I did too. The attacking duo of Angel City Football Club has been so incredible to watch this season and to see them flourish. And Emsley with three goals and two assists has been just such a creative playmaker for the side, you know, really filling in that void that was being missed from them from uh, LaRue or a press. And I think that she's been someone I've been really, really impressed with. And I think that is definitely doing um, the great work on and off the ball. Um, Someone who's been a little bit disappointing for me this season, I think it's mainly been a team thing. I've been kind of disappointed by um, the back line of Angel City. I thought their defense has been, to be quite honest, woeful. I think that when you're watching this game, they should not be... They've conceded 17 goals in in nine games. That is 
beyond unacceptable, and that is competing with the Red Stars, and the Red Stars have had the worst defense in this league by far. Um, Angel City's defense, their offense is fine. It's average. It's mediocre, but you know there's injuries there, and you know that the team is playing well. I think that when they get their pieces back, they're going to be incredible. I think on the defensive side of things, it has been a real struggle for them, and I think watching their defense this season has been hard, and I think that teams have been crushing them, and they've making them look bad and all season long and there's not been a game where I've been impressed with the defense or a time when I think they really showed their quality if you look at their matches they keep on even those times that they win they keep on giving up goals like they don't when they win which has not been very often this season it's been like 2-1 3-2 which shows me that this defense is not fit to be playing in this league and they need to get their act together, make some changes. Freya Kuhn, you're a great coach, change something because it's not working in Angel City. And again, I'm being very critical here because I know how good Angel City could be. And I think that this defense is really taking away from the potential that this team evidently has. And so, yeah, I'm just going to give the underperforming to the whole defense as a whole. Next up, we have the Chicago Red Stars. And, um, This might have been the hardest team for me to pick because I've been so disappointed with them in general. It's been really sad, honestly. The how the mighty have fallen, you could say. Um, Malik Swanson being injured clearly does not help this team, but it honestly looks at this point of the season like a lost, no direction, like a lost team with no direction. I think they have a very young, talented team which is great Penelope Hawking is someone who's really stood out to me this season I mean getting two goals in eight matches and you know she's also getting the goals and making sure she's putting on a good amount of shots and she is the most shots on the team like she is the most shots on target on the team (laughs) so like I think for me Penelope Hawking has been the one bright spot of Chicago but um the second they're underperforming, this leads me to the next question. I think the underperforming team is the whole team. I think the whole team, the whole team is underperformed this season, and I think you can't pick one player that has been underperforming. You could say the defense. I think Tierna Davidson, Casey Kruger have really struggled. I mean, giving up 22 goals in nine games. What are you doing? I think is the real question for me is I see no direction with this team and poor listener, free listener fans, please free her because this is sad. Chicago, they're losing every week by such a margin, not a marginal amount. They're getting crushed every single week. 4-0, I mean, when's the last time that they won? Like, literally, they've won one game this season where they actually played somewhat nice. And the other game, they it got handed to them. So, you could not, as a Red Stars fan, I feel really sorry for you because it's going to be a rough road. And based on the way they're playing, I see no case of turnaround because this team, it's honestly, it has been hard to watch this team. Um in general. So I can't give it to one player because the whole team deserves the underperforming because they have not been playing well at all. And I'm being harsh on them because this is an incredible club who, you know, maybe didn't have the best off season, but they still have that core identity and that has been completely lost. And it is astounding to see the amount of 
goals they're giving up this season. Next up, we have the Houston Dash and the, another team who is, I think, every fan of this team can solely admit that they have underperformed, I would say. They've been kind of in the middle for me. I think that they've a little bit underperformed because they have such a talented roster. And I think they're, if I had to give one team, they've been doing what they were expected, I think I would say Houston is that team because they haven't been playing awesome. They have not been playing bad. They haven't, they haven't, you know, they've definitely not been a strong part of this league, but they have been a team who has been really working really hard and defensively, I think is the strong point for me. I think the core defense of Alyssa Chapman, Caprice Didasco, um, Katie Lind, that those three have been playing, and Ali Prysock, sorry for forgetting you, Ali, have been playing a lot of the matches where I've been the most impressed of the structure of the team. Um, Katie Nodden, Lind, um, and Natalie Jacobs as well is someone who I'd like to mention. They can mix her in to the mix, which is awesome. Uh, Courtney Peterson as well has been good off the bench. This defense of the dash is one of the best in the league, in my opinion, maybe behind Gotham. But I think that statistically, they don't give up many goals. Gotham has the least. Washington and Houston are tied for second. So I think Houston, for me, whole defense, round of applause. You deserve it. You know, you've been playing awesome. Um, On the other hand, I think Ebony Salmon would be the biggest disappointed for me offensively. I think that she's given, given the chances. She's got one goal so far. I... That's not great. I think that the friend free of Sanchez, Alozi, and D- Ordonez is working. I think that Salmon just doesn't really fit in the system that the Dash are implementing. And uh, I think that she hasn't, you know, gotten the ball in the back of the net as much as I would have hoped. Uh, okay, so next we have the Kansas City Current. Uh, how do I start with them? Uh, they've been woeful and really hard to watch. Um, Dabinia, it has been the Dabinia show, and the Dabinia show is not going to win a team of championship. And considering the investments in this team, I've been really disappointed. They've already fired their coach. Like, this, it's been a disaster. It's been a disaster for this team. They're getting better every week. They had a nice performance this weekend, I thought. You know, it was a full, it was a full performance with good finishing uh, against the current. They could have gotten more goals in one, but I think, you know, They'll take it. It's a nice job from them. Uh, yeah, they have they have not been good. I think that everyone who uh, has been following the offseason would know that there's been such high expectations for them. They've scored one goal a game, which is really not um, what you'd hope for if you're going to name for championship caliber team. Uh, they're one bright spot, I would say, Dabinia. I mean, of course, duh. Like, she is the league's most phenomenal player to watch in my opinion currently the way she moves into the ball i mean this is nothing new of course like wherever dabini goes of course she's gonna be one of the best players that's obvious duh but i think like just for the point of this exercise i think she has been the best player and there's been no one really who's been a bright spot for me besides that there's been a lot of injuries granted i get it right there there's been a lot of injury problems their injury, their injury, like report list has been so long, but that's not an excuse. If you're trying to be a championship team, you gotta be playing better. And I think that, for me, a disappointment so far has been Lola Vanta. I think that, you know, she's been given the minute. She's been playing 
um, the second most minutes on her team, and yet she hasn't really been contributing in the way that you'd hope. She only had six shots this season in 10 matches, which feels really low in comparison to last year, where Lowe was really getting up the field. Um, last In last year's uh, campaign, she had 26 shots, which uh, really shows me that she was, and also 18 were on target, which um, was a much better ratio, in my opinion, for her, and I think she was doing a lot better there with getting them on target, and this year she's been really struggling with getting into the attack, and from my eyes at least, I think that she should. she's a phenomenal player who should be involved a little bit more in this team. I mean, she's quick, she's, she's everything that this team should be implementing and should be helping them win, but she hasn't. And I think I was between her and Michelle Cooper, who's also been struggling this season. I gave it to um, Labonta because Cooper's at least gotten shots on target. She's been making things happen and she's a rookie. So I think that Cooper will evolve over time. But yeah, in general, all the teams we've done so far have kind of been underperforming so far this season. Next up, we have my per- favorite team. So maybe a little bias here, although I don't think so. Gotham FC is in second place right now with the game in hand. If they win today's match, they'll go to first. They are clearly exceeding expectations. This is a side with that really struggled last season. And I think it was a big rebuilding year, but Lynn Williams has been my MVP so far this season. Just such an incredible player, such a nice person. I met, I saw her at a game once. We talked a little bit about snacks and the women's soccer podcast, and uh, she's just such a great person, such a great player. Bruninha has been such an incredible signing. Nyswanger has been clearly been a draft pick who has paid off so far. I mean, they've just been getting so many players in the attack. The one problem I have with this team, they're a little bit too one-dimensional offensively with Williams, but I think that's gotten a lot better as the season has gone on Williams has had more help on offense and you know she's one of those players who's been taking shots and I love that because when you're taking shots you're getting goals and I think like that's the thing that you really need to focus on and that's why this team is so good I think in my opinion like when you take the shots you get the goals and I think that's the reason why you just got to keep on taking them and keep on getting them in the mix you know and just ensuring that the team can keep on developing and growing as the season goes on. And Bruninha, she's had two shots, two goals. So for me, Gotham FC, if I had to pick someone who's been underperforming, which would be really hard to do, I think, honestly, Svava Roskundemrensen was a signing from Europe last, from Europe and the Iceland, Icelandic International has not gotten on the score sheet in the four matches she's played and as a striker that's kind of a little bit concerning for me but I mean she's new to the league right like of course I Svrava if you're listening to this I give you credit you know you're a new transfer to this league it's a completely different style of football I've seen your quality in Europe and I think that's why you know I was a little bit more dis uh like biased and I think also this team has been so good this season that like there's not really been any weak spots but Svava knowing her quality in Europe I think that it's been really um you know she hasn't really settled in yet but I think she will and this team has been incredible so overall they've been overperforming and exceeding next up we have the North Carolina Courage out of Cary North Carolina um even though they're in seventh place I think they've been overperforming this season their defense has been incredible I've loved watching players like Tyler Lucy get up into the attack and scoring goals that's just been a really big bright spot for me um in general and I think it's been really impressive to see how this defense is handling the the lineup and I think Casey Murphy's been awesome in goal the back four of Fox you know Kurtz uh, Williams and um, Lucy with 
Kurtz and goal I've been impressed with and I think there's been many different combinations that the Courage have used across the season like last night they only gave up one goal even though they lost they just gave up one goal and the back four of Kurtz, Berkeley, Fox and Williams was really impressive to me um I think that was something I just feel like this back four has been so good all season and I think I can't wait to keep on seeing it develop and yeah I think that the whole defense as a whole you know there's been a lot of rotation in there and I think it's been nice to see players like Berkeley being able to step up and play awesome back there uh Caroline has been great Lucy Lucy's been moving up the field a little bit more which is nice um but I think that she's been really thriving up there and with Caroline could they be scoring more goals yes but their defense has been so great this season I think I'll give them a pass there um Honestly, I think that this team has just been working, and I think it's been getting better every week. So I can't really say someone who's underperforming. If I had to choose one, I'd say Ricky Madsen, their striker, the number nine. The, um, she just hasn't been scoring as much as I would have hoped. The Danish striker hasn't only gotten one on in the net this season uh, in 10 appearances as a striker as a number nine I feel like maybe I'm being too harsh here but I think she could be scoring a few more goals and yeah I think that overall nice season from the courage so far especially in a rebuild year and I'm excited to see what the future next up we have the OL Reign who um is a team I think a lot of people expected to be contending for the title you know they're doing great this season they're in fifth place they're, you know they're a playoff team I would have to say that they're an underperforming so far this season uh the defense has been good but it hasn't been great I think the whole team in general has been fine there's just not been a lot of wow for me this season I think Balser and Fishlock Haitama Latsko the four of them have been awesome but all getting three goals each I think that defensively they've been doing good as well I think that the team has been doing great as a whole there's no player I can peg for the mistakes of the season perhaps Valentulis Joyce could be doing a little bit better in net uh but I think honestly this team it just needs to click and I think that with injury problems to Lavelle and I think the team just needs to get back to full fitness and I think this team should be higher up in the table but I think that there hasn't been one player to blame I think it just hasn't clicked yet for the rain and I think that as the season goes on it should be getting better for the rain and I think hopefully they'll be pushing for a home playoff game or even a bye next up we have the Orlando Pride who are exceeding expectations for me I mean they haven't had the best season in ninth place but their defense has been pretty good only giving up 15 goals so far the offense has been a weaker point of the team for me but players like Messiah Bright, Adriana, Michaela Clough obviously the usuals up top have a lot of potential for the future they have young players that i hope to see more of like amanda allen Haley bajuga um they just have so much young player so many young players for the future and i think this is a team that is going to keep on developing across the course of this season and i think you know they could be scoring a few more goals, but it's been getting better, in my opinion, as the season's gone on. The Pride at the beginning of the year were kind of struggling to put it in the back of the net, but, um, and like they last weekend, uh, they've, they've had a few games with zeros on the scoreboard, but in previous matches, they've gotten a few up on that. And I think that, you know, be, their strong performance this season, for my opinion, would have to be going into the Snapdragon Stadium and beating the San Diego Wave 3-1 to is something that I think is incredible. Um, weak points, I think the midfield has kind of been not so great in my eyes. I think that it could be improved a little bit more. And um, 
they could have a little bit more sharpness up there. I think Emily Madrill is still adjusting to the pros and has a lot of promise, but uh, I think she's given up like a few cards, a few fouls, like a few yellows. I think she needs to be a little bit cleaner and more careful inside the box when giving up penalties. But yeah, I think the whole team, the Pride, you know, hasn't been anything jaw-dropping, but it's just been a nice, solid season for the Orlando. So um, next we have the Portland Thorns, who I think is a team... You know, they've been playing incredible. They're in first place, scoring 25 goals. They have the most goals in the league. They have the best offense in the league. They have, like, double goals. Um, then a lot of teams have, like, a fraction of the goals that they have. So they've been, you know, they've had a great season. Smith has been a standout player for me. Um, a player like Sam Coffey has got four assists. Crystal Dunn is someone you have to recognize. You know, doing incredible work there. Morgan Weaver's a player who I've always been a fan favorite of. And Olivia Moultrie's just been developing as the season's gone on. Um, You know, for players who I think has struggled, I think the defense could be a little bit tighter. I think they've given up a goal a game, which I think is good. But I think that I want to see more shutouts from them. I think we've had a few performances from Thorns where I've seen a little bit of a, an ache and defensive out. You know, player like a... A player such as a, you know, Becky Sauerbrunn when she was out. The free-free draw against the Courage was the most concerning one to me. And then they had another free-free draw against Angel City. I think the defense just, it's gotten better in the last few weeks, don't get me wrong. But I think that they still could have, you know, a little more consistency there. And I think players who are stepping in into that defensive line, like an Emily Manguez, perhaps, um, who's been playing with, 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 when Sauerbrunn has kind of been out, I think that she could have been a little bit better. Um, not just her personally, but the whole back line could have been a little bit better without the presence of Becky Sauerbrunn. But yeah, team's playing awesome. They clearly look a team that's going to compete for the title again this season. Nothing less than we expect from the clearly dominant Portly. Next up, we're looking at Racing Louisville. Racing Louisville is the side of the season who, you know, as a team collectively is in eighth place, which I think they could be doing a little bit better, you know. It's not a team full full of star power, that's for sure. It's a team that has a lot of depth, and I think it, this is the easiest choice, in my opinion, for choosing someone um, to pick for this. I think that Savannah DeMello is the obvious answer for this team um, as the who's been the, as the player who's been their star. I think that Dave, that uh, Jamelo has just been incredible throughout this year, and I think it's been so awesome to see her flourish in the way that she has. And yeah, it's just been really awesome to see her. Um, and all their new signings, like Bord, Ari, Ari, Ari Bordes, has been incredible as well. I think one player is a little bit over- underwhelming so far. I think that the trio of Davis, Monahan, and Kanu is a trio that I haven't really loved so far this season offensively. They haven't really done anything um, up top. They didn't really. They haven't. They the three of them combined have played um, twenty seven games and they've only scored three goals combined so that is something that really worries me um from Louisville's attack and I think like there's been bright spots for Louisville and there's been spots that I think could definitely be improved on as the season goes on and as they looked forward towards the future now we have San Diego Wave Football Club San Diego Wave has been a team that has been really been a bright spot for me I think they've been so fun they're one of those teams who really just prioritizes fun on the field I think like 
just for the fans, it's so awesome to watch them play. They're one of my favorite teams in the league to watch, I will say. Just watching their fluid offense. They don't give up a lot of goals. They don't score the most, but they don't score the least. I think like that's something that's been big for me from their point of view. I think that uh, Morgan has been like quietly having a great season. Five goals in eight matches. Uh, Jaden Shaw has been someone who has also impressed me with three goals in nine games at just 18. Uh, looking to more of a defensive point of view, I feel like the, for a player who's been a little bit concerning for me, uh, I feel like the team in general, I just really have not liked the partnership in the back of the pitch with um, the team. I think there's been a lot of collapse with like Sheridan and McNabb in the back line in general. I think could be doing a lot better than what they're currently doing. I think like McNabb with three yellow cards, that's a big warning sign for me of her playing way too aggressive. I think this team is way too inconsistent defensively and I think that's a really big hiccup for them that if they want to go far in the postseason this season, that is something they really need to avoid and work on because it's a really big problem for the Wave. I think like, sure they don't give up a lot of goals, I get that, but they also could be a lot cleaner in this in this league. I think they're not the best team. Um, they make a lot of the goals they give up. I'm not. I don't think that the to compare them to the Thorns, right? The Thorns give up the same exact amount of goals as them. I feel like the Thorns' goals are a lot more. The other teams have to work for them a lot more. And I think a lot of the times the Wave goals are just the defense is being lazy. And I think they just get caught for that. So I think that's a big hiccup for the Wave. And I think that's the one weak spot of the team. But overall, they've been doing great. If they win this match today, they um, will move up to second place, tied for first in points. So overall, good season for the Wave so far. And lost, but definitely not least, the Washington Spirit. Um... Wow, this has just been such a great team so far this year. I've loved watching them play. Between Hatch and Rodman and Mateer as a rookie who's come in, they, those three have just impressed me and wowed me. I think that the, that it's just been really impressive to see them play so well together in such a synchronized group. Um, Tara McEwen's a player I want to also shout out. You know, playing center back, it's really funny, to be honest, to see them move forward there. But... Uh, you know, she's been killing it back there, which is awesome. Uh, I mean, if you look at the Spirit statistics, their defense, really good. Offense, they could be scoring a little bit more. I blame that on the team. I think that Rodman is a great offensive threat, but and I think that Hatch has proven that as well. But I think they need another person besides, like, Sanchez is more of a midfielder, I feel like, with Sullivan. They need another person up there. It doesn't have to be a USA player. They have plenty of those. I just feel like they need one more person in up there, and I think that could be someone who they could look for at the Women's World Cup this summer. So I think Spirit, great season so far. They're doing awesome and sitting comfortably in third for now at least. And yeah, it's really awesome to see their progression throughout from here to last season where they literally um, only won a few matches. So kudos to Spirit for being the most improved team, in my opinion, from last year. Besides Gotham FC, of course. Thank you so much for listening to this whole episode of the Women's Soccer Podcast and making it here right now. If you want to support us, you can look at us on Instagram at the Women's Soccer Podcast with underscores in between each word of the, the username. 
and thanks so much for listening. I hope that you enjoy the end of your cell season. Go to games. And thank you so much for your support of the podcast. It's been awesome to have you here and listening to it. And I think it's just been, I've really, I said this earlier, I know, but I really appreciate all the support that my fans give to me. And I think that's awesome. And I just want to thank you so much for that. So yeah, everyone, thank you so much. And thanks for listening to the podcast. And peace out from your host, L. G. G.